Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and today I'm joined back again with Flex Shane. All of his links are down below in the description. Make sure to check out their Twitter, their podcast. It's very good. I listen to it pretty much every single week. It's part of my weekly routine, so thank you to him for coming on here. Today we are going to be talking about uh, rookie running back J.K. Dobbins. Now, right now, we have no idea where he's going to fall in the NFL draft. That's a month from now. Will the draft even happen? That's not even a question for this video, but it it may not happen somehow, but J.K. Dobbins of The Ohio State University. This year, or last year, I should say, he played 14 games, 321 total touches, 298 rushes, 2,000 rush yards, 21 touchdowns, which is the second highest on this list I have. He tied Jonathan Taylor, and he had 29 targets, 23 catches, 247 receiving yards, and two total receiving touchdowns. So that makes him have 23 total touchdowns on the year jk dobbins was an absolute freak last season he's been a freak probably two years in a row this guy's insane i love watching him as well i don't watch as much of his tape as these other guys and he had 2248 total yards which is a lot and it's actually the most on this list he had 100 more yards than jonathan taylor so what are you thinking about jk dobbins what do you like about jk dobbins Jeez, I guess the better question is what what's not like to not not to like about J.K. Dobbins, right? I mean, he's he's a beast. Like you just wrote off his stat line, but I, you know, I think context matters, right? And mm-hmm. we've been talking now uh, about some of his other um, running backs, you know, who we believe to be some of the top prospects, and the fact that he plays at the Ohio State. I mean, they've got according to um, Football Outsiders, they've got the eighth ranked offensive line. Um, as, it makes a difference, right? I yeah. mean, it, you watch a lot of his tape and there were just absolute gaping holes. But the thing is, he was also able to take advantage of them, right? Um, one of the things I really like about J.K. Dobbins is that they also would line him up um, in, in the receiver in the slots. And he mm-hmm. did show that he was able to, to catch the ball as well. Um, and the thing is, he did have good vision. If he was able to see that there was a hole, he was able to do that first uh, really quick cut. And pretty much he would have his breakaway speed. Um, one of the, the, I guess the question marks with J.K. Dobbins is that he didn't really test at the combine. I think he did like the bench press and then he did the weigh-in and that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. So there's that question mark is, okay, how does he stack up athletically, you could say, versus some of these other prospects. But um, it was when he was in high school, he wouldn't he actually attended. It was like the, the Nike, um, Spark. I don't know, it was like, yeah, exactly. The Nike Spark um school and he was like a 99th percentile athlete coming Uh from high school into college so you you take that information and then you watch the tape and you say oh shit like once when this guy's got open field he's not being caught so you know that he's quick you know that he's got burst you know that he's fast so would it have been nice for him to test at the combine yeah probably um unfortunately there probably is not going to be a pro day so it's not like he's going to be able to go and put up um, these numbers in another setting in another environment but mm-hmm. when you look at his production on the field you look at the fact that they used him as much as they did which means they trusted him um yeah i mean he's he's a beast yeah pretty much this guy is probably he's the third best in the class based on what we've been looking at but that's no yeah. it's short selling him he is very very good now i talked mm-hmm. about this in every video where we talked about the running back so if you guys want to check that out jonathan taylor and swift are down below in the description so we're going to talk about his pass catching ability now he caught 23 balls on 29 targets 247 receiving yards now do you think that he will be one of those guys in the nfl who's catching a bunch of passes maybe well like zeke now i mean zeke at the beginning he wasn't catching anything but 
things like that. What do you think? Can he catch the ball? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, on multiple occasions, um, Ohio State would actually, they would line him up in the, in the receiver position. Um, mm-hmm. He didn't really get as many targets, but the reason that that matters is the fact that they know, again, defenders know that he can catch the ball because he's shown that he's able to catch the ball. Um, he's got about, well, it's a 79% catch percentage, which is anything right around that 80% is what you look for. Mm-hmm. And it just shows that he can be trustworthy. It, it's going to depend on situations. I mean, right now, if I had to, to stack it up, I'd say probably JT is my number one, DeAndre Swift is two. And then it's a toss up between Cam Akers and JK Dobbins. But if Dobbins falls in the right spots, he can catch the ball. He can be a first and second down back. Like he could be a three down back in the NFL. And we talk about landing spot dependent. If he falls in the right spot, if JK Dobbins goes to a, a city like Seattle, where they are saying they want to run the ball and that's just how they build their offense. I would argue that Jake Dobbins could be the, the second RB off the board. Okay. So does Chris Carson not scare you at all? Cause I still like Chris Carson. It depends, right? I mean, listen, I, I can't take credit for the statement, but essentially NFL teams lie to us all the time. They say one thing and then they do something else. Oh, the only the time. time that they really tell us the truth is when they put their money where their mouth is. It's on the field. It's a, they say they're going to use a guy for 15 touches a game. If they use that player 15 touches a game, they're telling us the truth. If they're telling us how they want to manage their team and how they actually want to run their team, if they go and they draft a J.K. Dobbins in the early second round or middle second round, then that's telling you they don't necessarily trust a guy like Chris Carson. Um, I think Penny's dust, by the way. Like, oh, so do I. I'm going to be – yeah. I mean, I drafted him last year in all these fantasy leagues. He, he sucked. He, people told me that he was better than Carson. I was reading, listening. Everyone tells you he's better than Carson. That guy's as injury prone as it gets, just like Chris Carson, it seems like. Well, he's uh, – that's the thing. Well, so I, I, I'm pretty sure Penny's going to miss at least the first month of the season, what mm-hmm. they expect just with his recovery. And then Chris Carson was battling injuries but around the end of the season as well. So he's not exactly a beacon of health. And look, I, I would say – Chris Carson is good because he's a Seahawk. If he was on any other team, he's, he's kind of a plotter. I don't, I don't love him. Um, if they go and they draft a guy like J.K. Dobbins, it's because they want him to be the starter and not Chris Carson. Yeah. So, no, if they draft him, I believe it. Pete Carroll's telling me he wants J.K. Dobbins to be his boy. So that's it. I'm cool with it. Yeah, okay. That was something you brought up before. Obviously, you said he can play out wide at the wide receiver position as a running back. Now, wouldn't it just be funny if just like Alvin Kamara, they decide not to put a corner on him and he just dusts these guys? Because that, that's my favorite thing about Alvin Kamara, when they just decide yeah. to put some random fat guy that they think could cover Alvin Kamara. That just doesn't happen. The so dude ridiculous. just gets absolutely ran through. it. It's so funny. Alvin Kamara is, is amazing. But now you comped him. To, oh, he doesn't even have – oh, he doesn't even J. have – J.K. Dobbins doesn't have a comp because he didn't test. Okay. All but right. I, look, so in terms of his profile, he is 209 pounds, five foot ten, mm-hmm. A little bit less weight. I mean, I, I tend to like to say right around that 215-pound mark is where you'd really want your, like, three-down workhorse running backs to be. So mm-hmm. he's just below that. But that's not to say he couldn't put on a couple pounds of muscle, right, yeah. going into the season. Um, and I don't think it would necessarily be at the expense of a speed score, but, um, yeah, I mean, I kind of lost, I'm not even, can remember the question at this point, but he's the kind of guy where I think, you know, you compare him to like an Alvin Kamara, he's not as small as Alvin Kamara, right? So he's not as quick. And if they line him outside, it could be like that they might even just have a, a linebacker cover him. 
-hmm. in which case you think, okay, absolutely. I, I one-on-one against the linebacker, I'm going to probably take JK Dobbins at any points. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, you know, we don't have his actual numbers in terms of his speed scores. So maybe they think, okay, maybe I can get a, a guy like a, a linebacker to cover JK Dobbins. And then, Oh shit. He just, uh, put, had a 30 yard reception because he did like an inside slant or something like that. So mm -hmm. yeah, I think absolutely they could use them on the outside. Okay. So in last video, we talked about how the percentage of team total snaps he's kind of on and JK Dobbins, just like Jonathan Taylor is absolutely dominating yeah. this, this category, 32.2% of total snaps for the team. Now we talked about this for Jonathan Taylor, but let's just re-say it again. Why do you like the fact that they're getting this many snaps on the, the offense? Really what it comes down to is trust in the offense, right? I mean, when you have a guy that they trust to give the ball a number of times. And when we compare the, um, like the top prospects, these top four guys, I like to look at the number of touches they get per fumble. And he was by far the best where he had 107 touches for every one fumble. He had three fumbles um, mm -hmm. last season. That means he's reliable, which means that we're going to give him the ball because a, he's productive. He can get the yards, but B we can trust him to protect the football, which Listen, turnovers will absolutely kill you. Just look at a guy like Jameis Winston who doesn't have a football team anymore. So if you can rely on J.K. Dobbins to protect the ball and to get you the yards, I think that that's a fantastic trait to have. Yeah, 100%. Now, do you look at age at all with these guys? These guys are all 21 years old, but does that like yeah. weigh into it at all or no? Honestly, yes. Obviously, age is age matters, right? Especially when we're talking about dynasty and redrafted absolutely has no value unless they're yeah. like 33 years old. And it's a guy like Julio Jones who you're worried. Okay. Is this the year that he's going to fall off the cliff mm -hmm. later in their careers? It matters at this point. Not really. I mean, people are so, they like to look four or five years out, but I think that's kind of, you're not really doing yourself a service because in dynasty, I think that if you're looking at a two, three year window, that's really what you want, what you want to focus your attention on. And when a, when a running back is this young, 21 years old, I don't think it's something that you really even need to consider. If a guy is 21.5 versus 21.2 or something like that, like that doesn't really make a difference in my decision-making. Okay. So we're still talking about age here. Does breakout age have anything to do with anything? Cause to me, it really doesn't, unless you're talking about a wide receiver, cause some of these wide receivers, they'll break out their senior year and then they just absolutely suck or something like that. So JK Dobbins breakout age was 18.7 when compared to the rest of the field that we're talking about, Jonathan Taylor, 18.6 cam makers, 18.2 and Deandre Swift, 19.6. So he's about in the middle there. Does that have any effect that he broke out when he was 18 or, or no? I think it does make a difference. Absolutely. And, and the reason it makes a difference is because you want to know at a young level, are these guys able to produce at that next, at, at that next level, right? So mm -hmm. coming from high school to college, if they are going to be on the field and they're going to break out early and then call it either they're um, like a rookie or a sophomore season, or as I should say, fr freshman season, that matters versus these guys who don't really break out until their senior year. And then you wonder, okay, you know, was it an anomaly, right? Can he do that again at the pro level? Um, from a wide receiver perspective, I think Brian Ayuk, or excuse me, Brandon Ayuk had like a late breakout age where he was only productive really in his senior season. Mm -hmm. And that creates question marks because it's okay, can he replicate it? So yeah, it does absolutely matter. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was wondering because I see that stat brought up all the time and I've never really even thought about how it would matter, but that makes a lot of sense. Now when looking at 
uh, J.K. Dobbins, obviously. His college dominator rating was over 20% on this chart that you put up here. I could maybe put it on the screen. I don't know if I'm allowed to, but 20% plus. Is that very good on this chart that we're looking at here? Yeah, I would say, you know, 28% is good. I mean, 40% is fantastic. Like, that's considered elite. Mm -hmm. um, probably anywhere between 28 to 30, 25 to 30% is what you really, really want. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you compare that to a guy like DeAndre Swift, who is only 21%, but mm -hmm. that has a lot more to do with usage, which, yeah. you know, check out the DeAndre Swift video if you want to talk about that. But yeah. I think right around 28%, like that's what you want. If it's like 5%, it's, there's question marks. Okay. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Now, do you got anything yeah. else on uh, Mr. Dobbins here before we end the video? No, I mean, Dobbins is a guy who, again, going back to the fact that we, we're not going to have any sort of uh, advanced metrics unfortunately, because he didn't test at the combine. But I would say, don't let that scare you off. Um, don't, please don't troll and, and pick a guy like AJ Dillon or Zach Moss ahead of JK Dobbins. Um, Dobbins is in the conversation for one of these top three, four picks in terms of the running back class. And mm -hmm. frankly, he's, he's going to be very, very good. So don't be afraid. Um, if he lands in the perfect spot, I would argue he's going to be your, your, your 1.2. So wheels up for JK Dobbins. All right. Sounds good. So thank you for coming out here, Shane. As always, uh, click that subscribe button down below on the channel. Click all of his links down below in the description. It really means a lot that he came on here. So thank you to him. Uh, that's all pretty much. We are done here. There's going to be one more video left with Shane about Cam Akers. So if you guys want to watch that, that'll be out either tomorrow when you're watching this or a couple days from now. But thank you all for watching. I love each and every single one of you. Make sure to have a great rest of your day. Goodbye.